Welcome into another Q&A, our questions and alcohol video cast. We have a fun one this week where we're actually going beyond Kentucky, uh, very far beyond Kentucky, if you think about it. We have John Chapel, CEO of Paki. Did I say that right? Yes. Paki Tequila. Uh, and uh, John, I appreciate you taking some time to talk about uh, your tequila company and a, a very cool uh, a campaign that I think you have going on these days. I'm glad to do it. Jonathan. Now, I, I know, um, you know, you know, this is a, a newer tequila. I think it's been around a couple years now. But before we talk about it, can you tell a little bit about yourself and how you got involved with tequila? Uh, sure. Well, I've been in um, alcoholic beverage marketing my whole career. I started in spirits on the Stolichnaya vodka, you know, a few decades ago, spent a lot of time in the beer business, a little bit in the wine business and uh, eventually um, decided I would create a, a luxury tequila brand. And uh, it, it basically happened when I met uh, who, the person who turned out to be my partner, uh, Javier Martinez. And uh, he's a Mexican living in LA, uh, a guy with all the connections to the tequila world in terms of uh, production and, and other areas. And uh, I had the marketing background. So it, it sort of made sense for us to do this. And uh, yeah, we took, we took that, that leap to do something that's uh, quite challenging. And, uh, uh, you know, cause it's one thing to create a brand. It's another thing to, uh, you know, to build it and make it successful, so. Well, and, and then I was gonna say, you know, you, you mentioned that you talked, you know, you met Javier and were able to build this brand, but is that I'm, I'm guessing there were a few more steps involved to launching Paki Tequila because yeah, it's great to have the connections and so forth. But as anyone that listens to this podcast or any of the podcasts that I do knows, the spirits world is not easy to break into with everything that's involved with it. Yeah, no, the, there were several steps. Um, you, you know, I've worked for several companies that uh, where we were able to do some fairly sophisticated marketing. So when, uh, you know, I, I basically insisted, you know, with my involvement that, that we would create a brand based on, on consumer insight. And that meant talking to uh, the trade a little bit, but a lot to, to tequila drinkers. And we actually did that process, uh, you know, with some very, very smart people who have worked on the frankly, the, the, the biggest brands in the world. And, um, you know, that doesn't always work, but I do believe it worked this time. Um, it's fairly easy to find out what you need to know, but then there's the stage where you have to create. And creativity is, is, is not um, particularly predictable. Um, but we, we, we did a number of months of research before we did any creativity about naming or uh, the brand itself, you know, the, the packaging and, uh, and so on. And we did the brand and then we turned to the liquid. So uh, lots of steps, <laughs> Not, nothing easy, but, um, you know, it, it was an intense, laborious, expensive process, but uh, yeah, I think it yielded a, a, a really nice brand. 
Well, and, and the name too, we were talking a little bit beforehand when I was trying to figure out if I was pronounced, you know, saying it right, which is the 50-50 chance with me these days. Um, I, I love the name and, and how did you guys settle upon that and, and what does it mean? Well, we, we had a team in this research process, uh, you, you know, a team of, of people doing the research itself um, you know, it was focus group, sophisticated sort of focus group type research. And then there was a branding company, uh, once again, a, you know, a, a significant company that I knew well that, that done a lot of big, difficult projects. And uh, um, basically what we learned in the research is that, is that tequila is the most Mexican of anything from Mexico to a tequila drinker. So we focused on, on that. The other thing we learned is that there's this sort of wild joy in tequila, you, you know, this edgy fun. Um, there's no single you know, sense of adventure. The best phrase we have for it is dangerous fun. So, uh, uh, you know, people have their tequila stories where they did something that they would rather forget that, you know, they went outside their normal, uh, you know, uh, parameters of behavior. And, you know, some people never go back. Other people, hey, it's, it's, it's fine, you know, just drink a little less uh, next time. But that fun and so on, that yielded that name from the branding company. Uh, Paki is, is a legitimate word in the language that they spoke in Mexico before the Spaniards arrived. And it's still spoken, you know, by, by poor, you know, people, but it's, uh, it's what the Aztecs spoke. And Paqui means to be happy. In, in fact, you know, there's a, there's a dictionary of that language and, uh, you, you know, I checked, you know, and Paqui, to be happy. So, you know, it fits because people drink tequila with with that fun and sociability in mind. So it, it, it is a really good name. Uh, of course, you have to let people know, you know, what it means and, you know, you need money for that, of course. But, no, but uh, I love the name and I kind of love the, the dangerously fun part of it too, because it is, everyone might, has a, a story, whether they want to share it or not, or, or stories, uh, so, so to speak. Uh, another thing that I, you know, you talk about having fun, I, you're, I feel like you're having some fun with this campaign to the celebrity spokesperson re-education yeah. program, because as, as people know, it seems like every day another celebrity either is back in a, a spirits company or, or pitching a, 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 a spirits company. And uh, why, why did you decide to, to go about that? Well, you know, it, it's a little bit tongue in cheek and fun, <laughs> but you, you know, we sort of felt someone had to step up and question basically the authenticity and reason for being for these uh, celebrity tequilas. And, you know, they don't come at, you know, spirits or tequila in particular with, you know, the same level of expertise that someone who spent decades in alcoholic beverages, you, you know, would. And, um, you know, we just don't really understand why drinkers would support those brands if they're looking for, you know, something distinctive and high quality. 
Uh, it, it's not, you know, we're not trying to say that those are awful brands, but, you, you know, why would you, you know, would you trust a, a, a celebrity to make car or you know to you know to make a phone or you know that it's a little more complicated in terms of technology of course but it, it sort of it sort of applies so we're just really questioning why those brands exist you know some of it I believe that celebrities though they already have a big brand they want you know to build their own brand even mm -hmm. even further some of them are probably interested in a, in a financial return, of course. Um, but you know, we, we don't believe that these brands are, are that authentic. We don't believe that they have this great reason for being, except that you, you know, the, the fame of, of that celebrity. And you know, I'll come right out and say it, they're vanity projects. You, you know, they're, they're you know they may be serious about it, but uh, but we're poking fun at it and and uh, trying to raise awareness of that. So, well, I, I I like it, and there are some that are are probably very well versed with what they've come, you know, whether in the creation or or whatnot. Others, like you said, they might just be attaching a name for a little for a couple of dollars. Nothing wrong with that either. Uh, now now I'm I'm curious, has anyone ever taken you up on the offer yet? <laughs> well, we, we've just started this. So, uh, um, you, you know, we're, it, it's quite a process to get this, this campaign going. I, did you, you saw the video that mm -hmm. we did uh, or that, you know, that I did. Um, we are running that now we're, you know, with, with paid electronic, you know, media. Uh, we're sending it out to people like you and to, you know, publications and, and, and media outlets all over the country. Uh, no one has taken us up on it yet. And it and it's sort of, uh, you know, it's somewhat doubtful that they will. <laughs> but if they do, we will love it. You know, we, we will <laughs> we will cooperate and we will publicize it, of course, you know, and uh, uh, you know, part of this is trying to get people aware of Paki, but as, as I said, um, you know, earlier about the brand, you know, you know, the name is an Aztec word meaning to be happy. Everything else on the on the brand is is pure Mexican. You know, it's 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 shaped like a uh, the bottle is shaped like a uh, you, you know an Aztec temple. You know, the circle reminds people of the Aztec calendar. There's an Aztec warrior symbol. So everything here is based on deep uh, cultural archetypes of, of Mexico, you, you know, actually pre-Hispanic, pre you know, uh, Mexico. And, um, you know, you, you, you know, the, the celebrity tequilas come from Mexico, so they're authentic in, in, in that way. But, but, but they're, they're not crafted like this. And, uh, you know, when we get around to talking about the liquid, I'll, I'll draw some comparisons, uh, you know, to or at least, you know, be upfront about what we did. And, and, um, and it's very doubtful celebrity tequilas, you know, did what we did in terms of trying to create a very uh, unique liquid that offers uh, a, a really delightful drinking experience. Yeah, uh, for those that don't know, if it's called tequila, 
and it says it on the bottle, it has to come from one very specific region in, in Mexico. Uh, yeah. But outside of that, it, it's kind of fair game in that region. What, what makes Paqui pa di different from those other tequila brands? Because obviously you're a little higher price point, but you, as you mentioned at the beginning, you're more of a luxury brand. You're in that 40 to 60 range, depending on what type of um, liquids in the bottle. What, what makes you guys different than the others um, just, you know, off the get go? Yeah, well, you, you know, one of the reasons I decided to take the leap into this because it, it it's, it's incredibly challenging and expensive and, you know, it's, it's not a totally rational thing to do, honestly, uh, you know, but it's fun, right? <laughs> well, it, it, it's often fun and often, you know, harrowing, but um, I was puzzled, really puzzled by the liquids, the, the, the big brands and, uh, you know, puzzled is a euphemism. I was like, why are people spending $50 for, and I'm talking about the biggest brands at this price point, which would be, you know, I'll name two of them, but, um, well, I'll name three of them, but, you know, Patron, Don Julio, Casamigos, Celebrity Tequila. And, um, you know, I'm a wine drinker. So I said, wow, at, at $50, I can almost always, I'm not sure it's ever happened to me that I haven't gotten a wine that had, nice aroma, uh, fruit, complexity, and a good finish. None of the tequilas that I just mentioned have those qualities. So I came at it from a point of view, there must be a way to create a much better drinking experience, you know, where you're, where you're drinking at cool room temperature, you know, in a snifter or a, or a uh, you know, a tequila glass. So you're getting aroma that you're sipping, um, and that you're, you're getting those things, you, you know, nice aroma, fruit complexity, and a soft finish. And I didn't know how to do that, you know, but one of the people on our team, um, Gilberto Hasso, the master distiller we were using, it, it was so interesting, uh, you know, Javier Martinez brought him on, um, I asked him, why are these big tequila brands somewhat mediocre, or at least not to my taste? And Hilberto didn't answer the question. He gave me a clue, which is, which is incredibly more fun. But what he said was that the raw ingredient, which is blue agave Weber, you know, it's by law, you have to use this, this agave to make tequila. He told me that there were 600 different aroma and flavor compounds identified in the blue agave Weber by a computer called, that's named a gas spectrometry, gas spectrometer. It, it's, it's what big companies, you know, like if you were at PepsiCo, you, you know, my late wife worked in PepsiCo, there was a room of 50 of them. Uh -huh. You know, they, they analyze, you know, tastes and aromas. So I, you know, I thought about that for a while. I wasn't smart enough to come right back at him, but I, I, I went, wow, something's being lost in the process. Um, you, you know, so I taxed, uh, you know, tasked Gilberto to create a, a tequila liquid that had the best of those aromas and flavors palpable at the end of the process. 
And uh, it took him three months to, to do that. You know, I think three trials. And, and I was like, wow, we're done. And, uh, you know, basically I challenged him and he met the challenge. And, uh, uh, you know, that, that is one of the most rewarding things about the pro project so far, because, you, you know, distilling is pretty technical. You, you, it, it's science. So, oh, yeah. you, you know, uh, they, don't, they don't teach, uh, you know, people like me to be, to be distillers. You, you have to go to school for a few years to, you know, to really learn that and the science behind it. But this guy uh, rose to the challenge. And, uh, you know, with Paki, we have something that, uh, you know, you, you can sip the, the silver, we call it silvera. Uh, you can sip it and, you know, and enjoy it. And, um, you know, I wouldn't, wouldn't sip those, those big brands. You know, I, I can't do it. So. Well, and, and you kind of touched on it with that, with him taking a different approach, it became kind of a selective Distillation, where it kind of removes some of that harshness and burn, which I'm well, sure yeah. made that a lot more enjoyable. Uh, uh, right, and, but but everybody is doing selective distillation. I, I will be clear about that. Um, basically, what they're doing is discarding the head and tails of the distil distillation and keeping the heart. What we're doing differently is going further, and we're actually separating the heart of the distillation. And we're removing these really nasty substances called congeners and, and fusel oils. And another Hilberto story. He he surprised me when I went down there to watch him make this stuff. So I, he he says, "Stick your hand in this and uh, tell me what you think." You know, he probably <laughs> did it by by pantomime because my Spanish and his English don't work too well together. So I did that. And, and, you know, I, I smelled and, you know, I, I tasted it and I got mad at him. I was like, it was like, you know, it was like a car that had been driven 30,000 miles and you change <laughs> the oil and you dip your finger in it and you, you taste it, which you would never do. Um, but he laughed at me and he said, John, that's, we're taking that out of Paki. And then he said, those are in every other tequila, that, that substance is, those two substances that you tasted. And um, then I realized why I didn't like those big brands because that, that stuff is in there. And what it does is it hides the aroma, the good parts of the aroma, it hides the fruit, the complexity, and it, you know, that's what gives you the burn when you swallow. Um, now, there's a reason not many brands do this, and I really can't tell you how many do it, but I, um, you lose 10, 15, maybe even as much as 20%, but 10 to 15 is a solid number of the yield because you're going to another process where you're reducing the yield by taking those, those uh, congeners and fusel oils out. So it, it does mess with your... Uh, you know, your profitability or your gross margin, but it makes all the difference, you know, in the world. And, you know, that's why, you know, Pucky gets really nice reviews. We, you know, we, we got a 94 rating from a, you know, wine enthusiast, which is a very credible uh, reviewer. 
but that's why it's, you know, it, it's a really pleasant drinking experience. And, you know, I've done so many tastings and, you know, selling, um, you know, sell-ins to people and they're, they're so surprised to taste a tequila that's soft and fruity and complex and uh, has a nice aroma. Um, so um, that it's, that's a big difference. Uh, there is, you know, there, there is a silver tequila at about twice this price level, uh, a, a sizable brand called Classe Azul. And they don't, their silver is not their main focus. Um, but it's good. And I believe they're doing this with that brand, but I, you know, you know, I'm not going to, you're not going to tell me, I don't think, you know, and I don't know them personally. Um, but it, it's, it's not common to do this because of the cost penalty. So. Well, and it seems to be, be working out for you. I mean, you get a very, uh, the big acclaim, some awards from it. I mean, obviously that's a reassurance. What's it been like working with, you know, Javier and, and Gilberto? Because, you know, one, finding the connections in Mexico are not always easy. I had one person tell me one time they just started going down the Google train. And once they got to like .mx and some different numbers were popping up, you know, <laughs> they were making phone calls to find Agave. But, you know, to have Javier have those connections and then have someone like Gilberto that could take your idea and, and actually make it happen. I mean, that has to be something that, that well, made this process a lot better. Yes. Um, yeah, Javier, basically, it's, it's, it's very true to say that Paqui was created by, you know, two Mexicans and a gringo. Uh, I'm the gringo. Uh, you, know, it, you know, it wouldn't have happened without Javier and, and, and Gilberto. Um, you, you know, for various reasons, you know, just having, you know, a, a deeper background in alcoholic beverage marketing, not specifically tequila. You know, I sort of took the lead in, in, in you know, both the packaging and the, uh, you know, the liquid. Um, but yes, it is it definitely a collaboration. And uh, uh, I, I would not have done this if without those connections. And, uh, um, so I, I would understand that it, it's difficult to, uh, to do that. Um, you know, the, the Gilberto is, is really talented in terms of, uh, you know, master distill, you know, being a distiller and, um, but you know, he also knows that I know what this, what Paqui is supposed to taste like. So he knows that, that, uh, you know, not to approve you know, a batch without it being, you know, meeting that, you know, that profile. And, you know, we don't own the distillery that we use. Um, so we, we do have to be really careful, you know, taste every batch. And, uh, but I, I do trust that guy. He's, uh, he's, he's sort of the most, uh, you, you know, down to earth, rock solid, trustworthy Mexican I've, I've, I've ever worked with. So. Well, and then, you know, you guys have three different releases. Um, you, you're in several states and available online and, and the majority. What's next for y'all in, in 2022 and, and what are you hopeful for? Well, we have a lot of work to do in terms of building awareness, you know, and, you know, getting the word out about Paqui. 
Uh, we have a lot of new states to get into. Um, you know, we have new wholesalers in the Northeast, you, you know, peachy in five states, getting another one, I hope, uh, very soon through Opeachy. And significantly, we, we have the big wholesaler uh, in Florida, Southern Glaciers. And um, so we should see some, some nice growth from that. But th this brand building process is complicated and big and challenging. And the, you, you know, I will be honest, the most challenging part of it is, is the capital requirements because you just, you just need a lot of capital. And uh, um, that's probably what our, our success will hinge upon is whether we can convince enough investors to put in the kind of money to build you know, the awareness that we need you know, basically spending a lot in digital, you know, digital advertising. But, you know, part of that celebrity campaign is to, is to just get noticed and, uh, uh, you know, draw a distinction between a brand like Paki and a celebrity tequila, in, you know, but to do it in, in sort of a fun, uh, in a fun way. And, uh, you know, not, we don't, we're not interested in denigrating any celebrity, but we just say, hey, you know, we're different. <laughs> so hey nothing nothing wrong with that and the liquid's a little different in, in a different in a good way and yeah i think with what you guys ha have got started and, and what's in those bottles uh definitely gonna make a hopefully make this journey a, a, a long road and a, and a fun road at that and john i appreciate you taking time to talk about paki and and uh, a little bit of fun that you're having over there. Oh yeah, no, you get you got to have fun since it's tequila and spirits and so on. Thank you so much, Jonathan. It was a pleasure.